Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo, AJ, and Blaze coming at you live as the Avs beat the Blackhawks 2 to nothing to make it 16 in a row on home ice. Really starting to get up there with some of the all-time numbers for a home winning streak. I... This game never really felt that bad. The, the Avs didn't play amazing by any no. stretch of the imagination, but they got up one nothing in the second period, and it kind of felt like they just got the job done. Yeah, it's, it's really what this was. Yeah. They took care of business. It wasn't pretty. wasn't a turbo dunk. wasn't amazing. wasn't a sparkling performance by anybody, really. It's just kind of workmanlike, uh, doing just enough to get across the finish line, and that's fine. It's weird their like their mo has kind of changed throughout the year now. Now it's just like business as usual, back down to a normal scoring type of game. Yeah. Catch like the close. dubs and yeah. get out of town. Yeah. Sometimes it's easy, I guess. I'd, I it's uh, look, given the Avs run that they've been on, not just at home, but now it's what twelve zero and one in their last thirteen. What do you say about a team like that? They, they're yeah. finding ways to win every single night. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easy. But they show up and they get the job done. Uh, it's This is what great teams do, is they win hockey games. And the Avs are winning pretty much all of them. <laughs> so it's really hard to fault much on Colorado right now. It went big picture, yes, if you go play-by-play. Play, of course, you're going to have issues with things here and there in the game. But... Yeah, a little, uh, little too loosey goosey early on defensively, yeah. and then they tightened up as it as it went along. Like Chicago's getting shots, but the danger is, eh. and really they didn't generate that much. Like you look at you look at the the I thought I thought the last four minutes when they were messing around with the empty net, not empty yeah. net. Uh, I thought that was really indicative of like how the Avs kind of locked it down yeah. defensively because. There was lots of puck movement. There was lots of possession. There was a lot of cycling. But the Avs were like, you know where the puck isn't when it's in the corner over and over and over? In the slot. Yeah. <laughs> or the back of the net. Like, it's not in a particularly dangerous area. Even if it's Patrick Kane that has yeah. it down there, you're kind of just like, we'll live with this. And they kept just being perfectly comfortable with watching Chicago just cycle it and cycle it and cycle it. And then... They would try and make a dangerous play, and the Avs would disrupt it and then clear the puck out. And it was like, okay, all righty, we're going to do this for the next 
period and a half. Which was really different from the first period. I mean, the Avs gave up a lot of odd man rushes. But again, there was no real high danger scoring chances that were coming off of it because the D that was coming back was making the right play or Chicago was just flubbing the play, basically. I talked about this the other night a little bit when the Avs got outshot pretty heavily by the Kings, too. But for all the puck skill on this team, I don't think enough people are talking about how good the Avs sticks are defensively. They're really disruptive. They don't let anything through clean a lot of nights, so... It's not easy for even with odd man rushes yeah. in the first period. You saw a great Sam Gerrard just puts a yeah, stick the down. aerial yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. says nope. <laughs> Tough to beat teams when they can just do that. When they can get away with mistakes because they have the ability, they can rely on their players to to make the play that needs to get made. Right. Yeah. Uh, high danger chances uh, tied. 11-11. For a game that the Avs led the majority of. Mm -hmm. And nine of those came in the first two periods for the Blackhawks. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so they had two Uh, through the... And then 25-22 to in scoring chances. Sure. Uh, And only four of those came in the third Third period. period. Yeah, and that's at 5v5. Right, right, right. All situations probably a little bit different because the empty net stuff at the end. Yeah, yeah but you gotta love silly. to see that though, right? In the third period, just locking yeah, it down that, after you know putting up yeah. a goal, you lock well, it you're, down. You're you're not generating tons on offense anymore, yeah. but they aren't either, yeah. and you're just like, okay, well now we're playing they, the kind of the exact kind of really low event hockey that consistently closes playoff games. Yep. Now it's easy to do against a team like Chicago. They're not playing for anything. They're not really any good. Um, there isn't a lot of respect to be had for a win like that. Uh, and there's not a whole lot translatable when you're talking about postseason performance. But sure. the mentality is great. The, the the approach works. It's fine. You'd love to see them like so- comfortably win one of these. Mm-hmm. But this never, once they made it one nothing, and you were no longer susceptible to like, Goofy bounce going to beat you. And like Flurry doing something weird. Right. Like you didn't really feel like this game was ever in danger anymore. Yep. I never Agreed. I never felt like like Frankie played really, really well. Um and kudos to him. Two shutouts in a row. We'll talk yeah. about him, yeah. Um uh, but like I like he did a he did he does his job, right? And he doesn't make his job harder yep. by making any gl- glaring mistakes. He doesn't uh, he doesn't he doesn't create problems for himself and he doesn't uh, he doesn't leave the door open for them to do anything to him. Uh, he just takes care of business and is like, okay, well, if you guys are going to beat me, you're going to have to do something better. Yep. You know, you're going to have to, you know, their best scoring chance, he fires a puck through the crease and it was like, well, you have to finish. Like, you, you've got to be better than that. Chicago just wasn't. Yeah. So, are the Avs the Dom now? Um, we know they like being choked. I mean, do they like choking? I they don't they don't seem to they don't seem to get up on it quite as much. Yeah. Otherwise, because I think I think if they liked if they were a little more into inflicting pain, they would stop getting being so goddamn cute with the empty net. True, and, and just, just put it and, in there. Yeah, thing. and just yeah. and just drop the hammer and be like, leave no doubt, right? <laughs> And in, instead, they were kind of just like, come on, come back. Come back on us. Come back on us. Make me feel something. I want to feel alive. Renting in with his little shimmy, shimmy, shimmy shot. <laughs> I don't want to score. I want to shoot it into somebody's body. All right? I want you to make you feel pain. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they, and of course it's DeBrincat, right? He, yeah, yeah the most like, hated player like, from the Avs. This, this like subplot of the Avs can't stand Alex DeBrincat <laughs> continues. It's like ranted and knew DeBrincat was gonna try and block that shot, so he waited for him to get in front of the net, <laughs> fired one right into him to give him the extra bruise. But why not just take the clapper? If he's well, gonna do that, you know what I mean? Accuracy like, purposes. <laughs> he wanted to make sure he got him. That's six by four. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. wanted to make sure he got him. That's what we'll go with. Definitely the correct answer, for sure. <laughs> uh look. A lot of players had really good nights tonight. Let's start there. Sam Gerard for the third or fourth game in a row. The dude a guy that I think has underperformed for quite a good stretch of this season, he's not underperforming anymore. Gerard on both ends of the puck tonight was just balling. Dude, he looks so good. <laughs> there, was a, there was that little play that he made behind the net with like four minutes yeah. to go. It's the exact kind of underrated Sam Gerard thing that all of the people who are like, yeah, but he can't play physical game. And he's got a guy draped all over him, That's and he's carrying the puck out of behind his own yeah. net and a little drop pass. To a teammate, and it kickstarts a breakaway, yep. uh, a breakout the other way, clean too, perfectly clean, and it's just like little stuff like that from Sam Gerrard, where you're just like, is he as good as Devon Taves and Kyle McCarr? No, but is he closer to their skill level than Jack Johnson? <laughs> say a Jack Johnson? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, and that's your Yo, third best defenseman. Got water on this team. coming out here. Was a little, a little, yeah, I was a little love, parched. I would love some actually. It was a little yeah. parched. Well, uh, Blaze did hit two of his three bets, so he has some money to spend. We were rooting oh, hard for the last man. one. We're trying to get him that third one. Yeah, so we were close. rooting hard for the third one. <laughs> that, <laughs> Rudo had a bet too. There, there were some like conflicting things going on yeah. at the end yeah. of the game. <laughs> My bet ended up paying, so yeah. I can't complain. We were we were really pulling for like. Just leave flower in. Yeah. <laughs> we just need we just need one extended offensive sequence. Yes. Didn't and then happen. you can pull them and it'll be fine. Two for three though, not bad. I'll live with that. You're always making money if yep. you go two for three. So uh should be should be a fun one coming up against Boston too, but we'll we'll get there at the end of the show. Yeah. Um who who is your best forward for the abs in this hockey game? <laughs> oh, thank you. I didn't even ask for one. Oh, That's thanks. service. Thank you. The, the 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 danger with giving it to Rudo though is that he might have to pee in nine seconds. <laughs> True. <laughs> Look, I didn't. Even, I like given all the shows we recorded earlier. I stopped drinking and halfway through the second period, I was yeah. like, I better cut it off now, or I'll I'll be peeing a bunch. So anyway, best forward of the night. Who? Kadri gets the goal, but either of you have an answer to this. Best forward of the night? Yes. For the Avs. Miko Rantanen. <laughs> I am under attack. AJ just, AJ just didn't want to say it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think you know, I think I probably would give it to Kadri. Okay. Um, he really, it's interesting now that his line mates are kind of coming back to earth a little bit to see. The separation he is kind still of just there. Keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, he just keeps driving that line, even though the, his point production is coming down. 
funny when you score a point per game and your production yeah. goes down because you were at a point and a half. <laughs> Brutal uh, to keep that up. No, but I I have just I love Kadri's intensity that he's playing with right now. He was finishing his and checks tonight. The for consistency, sure. yeah. like he was happy to play the, a little bit of a rougher game, uh, but he's he's so much. We've never seen him play a rough game this effectively and this intelligently because he's always gotten himself out of control. He's been a red miss player for most of his career. You really do wonder if like this last suspension, did it finally get him locked into the perfect zone of on playing what I can do because what we're, what we're not seeing this year that we've seen his whole career it's just the, the undisciplined retaliatory penalties. nonsense, like, yeah. Where he just hits somebody because he just wants to. And we're not seeing any of that. We're not seeing him give them any reason to go after him because he knows. Yep. They're looking for him. He yep. knows this. Yep. Uh, and no, it was never more obvious in that St. Louis game where he got uns- he got that unsportsmanlike conduct for skating in the vicinity of Jordan Bennington. <laughs> right. And after the game, he's like, I guess I'm getting penalties for talking now. So <laughs> he understands like yeah. where he is in their in their eyes. And he's driving that line. And like I've I've really have come to love Val Nachushkin every night. He was he was the a defensive monster again tonight. He was and everywhere tonight. Yeah. Even well, in the offensive zone too. He, he was I was waves. really close when you asked best forward and Val was the second guy I sure. had in mind. Um and with Burakovsky, like I am disappointed, obviously, in the result, but yeah, I think moving well, I think the yeah. tryhard is there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one, the one incident where you're just like, just shoot, yeah, that pass from God. the middle of the ice, oh, yeah, yeah, that like, was just brutal. shoot. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking more and more at this, and I'm wondering if I'm wondering if like if you do make like the big deadline thing, if it involves a guy like a Berkey instead, because you're not sure you're going to be able to keep him to fill that spot with a yeah, better role, exactly. a better player for the yeah, role. Well, whatever, a guy that's yeah. signed and you're, you're not going to lose. Right. And then yeah. you have your excuse to sign Val and then whatever, some but, 50 point player that is your second well, and, line for the or foreseeable like future. 34 year old quadru where you're like, well, we'd rather give him a three year deal yeah, than Berkey sure. is six. And right. Hope you but get you the best out of the him. Chemistry yeah. about that. Like, because we've seen other people fill in, right. As that line has kind of had some injuries, some COVID issues. I, I don't, honestly, because I just don't think that, like, I think Burakovsky is such a singular, like, uh, so much of his success and failure is a result of just what day it is, you know, what cycle of the moon <laughs> sure, it is for sure. him. You know, like, is Mercury in retrograde? Yeah. Well, then Berkey rolls tonight, you know, like, what card he pulled in tarot that morning. Like, it's... <laughs> So much of his success and failure seems to be Berkey related. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter where he goes that I'm not overly concerned about it. Uh, but I do I do think that with Kadri playing at this level, that Val just fills in so many little gaps yeah. there. Yeah. That and we see kind of the same thing with LOC and New Hook on the third line. Yeah. It's just that you run into a certain talent problem there yeah, where yeah. you're you're consistently running into a we can't finish what we're what we're starting here. Does a custom hockey tarot card set exist out there? 
You said no, that but the Nuggets made ones at the beginning. We of this need game. one yeah. because I want to pull. Alec wins was it was that was so cool. Yeah, I really want to pull a card like the Seven of Snipes. That's all. That's all I really <laughs> want to do. Maybe that's our off-season project. We, a we, tarot we, cards. This set. is this is. I feel like we are speaking Megan's language. <laughs> Big Probably, time here. yeah. And she can help us. She can really drive that would the be bus. Awesome. <laughs> Make them for sale. Yeah, like I. Uh, this that would be cool. I'm here for that. Uh, all right, we are brought to you all by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get eight different kinds on tap down here at the DNVR bar, or you can get it at your local liquor store. They also have their good company hard seltzers. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it near you. They're delicious beers. I don't. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, the, since I joined DNVR, I've been drinking Avalanche Breck brews for just this. Rudo just my beer now. Breckenridge beers. Yeah, they're just easy to drink. I don't know I mean, what to tell you. Homeboy walks into the bar, and uh, the bartenders just know. Yeah, I, I don't have to tell them. They're like, "Hey, Rudo, you want a beer?" They know which one I'm getting. Yeah. It's like, I just say, "Yep." After he had his wisdom teeth pulled, it was just weird. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. weird. Had to like, not we drink for a minute there. Yeah. We, we, we broke the habit of winter shots to the point where now we just don't even do them. Yep. Oh, my goodness. We would be drunks by now, both. Well, and that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, even then, even that's all we that's all we do. But like the other day, we got the we got those winter shots with yeah. Megan, and yeah. I was like, I was a little woozy after this. <laughs> I was like, it's been a long time since I've had some alcohol. <laughs> Not in the rep that it was a good drink, but it didn't have to be like two shots worth of drink. Sure, it does. <laughs> it was great, it was, a, it was a great experience. You can but. also, speaking of wisdom teeth, go to Green Mountain Dental Group to get all your dental needs taken care of. We schedule a cleaning, x ray, and exam with them. You get a free Sonicare toothbrush, so jump on that. Make sure you're taking care of your teeth at home so your teeth don't end up like mine did until I got them taken care of. But now they're nice and pretty, see. I don't think you can see, but that's okay. Go to Green Mountain Dental Group. They're great at what they do, just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. And right now, great time to sign up for DNVR membership, not just Avalanche, but the whole dang thing. Nuggets are finally starting to get healthy. You can get all the you can get all the scoops on whoever the Denver Broncos. Since when? Uh, I mean, allegedly in the next couple of weeks, they're supposed to be getting healthy. But yeah, okay. Like March. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, is it that long? I thought, I thought like they had some of them. Yeah, that's like yeah, two well, weeks. Yeah, but February is so short that mid-February is March. All right, <laughs> three days shorter than two days shorter than a normal month. Is, wait, is it a leap year? It might be one day yeah. shorter. It's funny you say that because, like, logically, you know that that's true. But then you get to the end of February and, and you're like, so short. Yeah. By March third, you're like, is it March already? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> get the membership. You can follow the uh, the Broncos head coach. Watch. Over there, you got Zach Stevens doing a bunch of the good reporting on that. Obviously, look, the Avs may never lose again. So if for nothing else, you can go ahead and follow that storyline. <laughs> what? Did you see Andrew Jinx. Mason tonight? Stuck in that game? airplane? Yeah. <laughs> Just tracking the airplane. And I was like, God, I remember when we had to do this. <laughs> you want to know what the greatest thing about coach security is? <laughs> We don't have to do this. We don't have to throw darts and follow airplanes. There's a plane still on the ground. <laughs> it's now 7.30. It's been delayed again. I think, actually, if I remember correctly, uh, the Avalanche coaching search was the first one in BSN history. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and we didn't know how to do We were like, what do we well, do That coaching this? search also got dropped on your head two weeks before. Like, we had <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That was such a messed up day. <laughs> All right. You get your DNVR <coughs> membership. You get a free DNVR shirt with an annual one. A bunch of other perks, too, like joining the DNVR lounge or, of course, big beers at the bar. Did I say that already? Big beers at the bar. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. See, you being like, oh, it's only three days shorter. Well, it's the same way as it's the same way as uh, the big beer versus the small beer at the bar. The it's big only beer six ounces bigger, right? But then you and then you put them next to each other, and you're like, "That's yeah, a lot. That's a lot of beer. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> like it's a decent amount for one beer, but then when you start to get two or three beers, you're like, "That's a free beer." <laughs> yep, you've gained an entire beer at yeah. that point. Every third beer is basically free at that yep. point. Yep. So, go on, join us. You know you want to. Uh, what are, where are we going? All right, 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 right. We do need to talk about Miko's game. Look, ignore what happened with the empty net for a second. Ignore that nonsense. And it did feel like he was a bit more engaged tonight. Yes, he had obviously the great goal to the backhand, but you also saw a couple of plays where he had a bit of physicality. He was working a little bit harder for the puck. Sure, maybe not 100% big man moose mode. But it was a step up from the last handful of games, I think. Why are you both looking at me? Because we want you to answer this one. We want you to start. <laughs> I just disagree. You don't think he not was... at all? You're giving him nothing tonight. I'm giving him nothing. I don't know. About I'll that. give him. I'll give him the credit. Like the the that goal was the super play on nice. the the play on the goals. That's, that's a that's like like what Miko Rantanen is capable yes. of, and he he's one of the the few guys that you trust to be able to. Like, let I don't know if, if, if pick a left-handed player. Um, almost any other Avalanche Alex forward. Alex Ovechkin. Okay, well he's a right-handed <laughs> player. Is he righty? Yeah. Oh, he is a righty. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, my bad. So like, pick a, one job, please. I well, screwed up. Like, like I, I wouldn't trust Newhook to make that play, right? Definitely like, not. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would trust him to just panic and I mean, rush and whatever. He made a pretty similar play to that on the back end like a month ago. A little <laughs> bit, a little bit different. This, with this space is a long here, delay for an NHL right. back end, and and there's nobody there, yep. and like you don't ever like you you hurry that because you're not accustomed to that kind of space. So that level of patience is a rare thing. And I think that that's the double-edged sword is that he has that coolness to him where it just, when he gets applied to other parts of his game, that's where I get frustrated. That's where I was frustrated tonight. Um, you just see some really lazy habits that have no, it's no longer creeping into his game. It's part it's of taking it, it over. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just, it's where like he's finding success statistically and all this stuff right and so it's he can easily make the argument and be like i'm not getting beat up every night i'm staying healthy i'm having easier nights i'm still producing what's the problem and i could just be like fair enough yep. <laughs> like i have no i have no rebuttal other than i think that you could be even better if you just fully engaged. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the frustrating part, right? Like you watch it, you see glimpses of a two-way player. Oh yeah. But like you just said, why do it when you're getting points and you're winning games? Right. Like and you're winning, you're finding the success that you want. You're getting the end results that you want. Yeah. But you're you're doing it by shortcutting some things here and there that maybe make it a little easier to stay healthy and sure. allow you to play a little safer of a game because you're not physically engaging with other giant individuals all the time. You know, like I just I just think uh, I don't know. I I'm 
I realize that this is going to be an annoying, like, nitpicky <laughs> hill that I die on while the apps don't lose games. Uh, and I and like, I'll fully understand if somebody's like, AJ, just shut up already. Like, I hear you. But also, like, it does stand out. You want to know why the top line is kind of taking a small step back here? Why they're not just dominating games anymore? Why why they're not putting up the points? Look at the patience on with the empty net, right? Yeah. You get great, he's in good possession, makes the right play. They give a puck right to him. And instead of just firing it into an empty net, he just dicks around with it. <laughs> and again, like getting away with it because it in no way hurts them. The third goal ended up not being necessary. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. It just doesn't. It's like the most charmed life. <laughs> it just doesn't matter it, when he shortcuts. better to be lucky than good? Is that what you're imagine, saying? Imagine Mikhail Maltsev making that mistake where you're just like, is Miko well, Ranton in the Tom Brady of uh, the NHL? Is that what we're saying? Here? Well, if that's if that's true, then he's got six championships ahead of him. I'm here for it, and yeah. I won't ever say a thing <laughs> after like the second or third championship. I'll just be like, <laughs> just AJ go bird at that point. Like it doesn't matter, man. Pull some 1984 and just start erasing tapes from the past. <laughs> AJ was uh, always right. I think you'll get uh, out of AJ after the first championship, most likely. Dude. About 45 minutes after that one. This whole bar will be like that. So He did lay a lick tonight, though. I really... He did. It was a good one. Open ice hit. Protected the puck. Laid, him, laid yep. Taves out. Yeah, I... Um... I just think that there's so much more to give that I'm still I, I'm still for 100. percent This is like maybe Miko at 50 percent instead of 25. But if I'm he turns saying. it on at the right times, right? Like, are you? Because like right now you're in the middle of the season. Now I understand it creates bad habits, right? You keep doing yeah, something consistently, you get into the habit. But you also wonder how much of this is experience of. It's a long they season. They don't. It's a long season, yep. and they've gone full bore before in and they know what happened exactly and they know how hard it is at the end of the year where they've expended that energy that you don't get back right and so i i mean i do wonder how much of this is them with the load management yeah yeah not just the coaching staff with the minutes distribution but them but the players taking care of their own bodies exactly them understanding that it does not serve them to go crazy pants all out in game 38-39, if that means they're going to miss games 50-70 to 70 with an injury right. or whatever, or it potentially being worse than that, you know, something like that. When you're winning every night and you're in first place, and you're now comfortably in first place, you're now talking about Minnesota as the team that you're worried about chasing you down because the games in hand have made it so that Nashville and St. Louis probably are not realistic uh, contenders for the division yeah, title you're... for the next... For the for the foreseeable future, sure. they're they're not a team that you're genuine. Those are not teams you're seriously concerned I mean, about. When you're in when you're in six to eight point yeah. uh, advantages and you have multiple games in hand, those teams the, don't scare you. The Avs are a handful of games away from straight up running away with yeah. this division. Yeah. Like like it being it being the kind of bet that ends up being on DraftKings. Where you're like, oh, pick a division winner, and then it's and the, the abs at negative ten thousand. Because they're because they're like, don't do this. Yeah, <laughs> please don't take this bet. We're yeah, not exactly. Like they're not. We're we're maybe 
two or three more weeks like this away where they just don't lose in regulation and they just keep banking points yep. and they just keep this up. Now, I think that's optimistic, despite the schedule. For sure. This yeah. is still the NHL. It has to come to an end at some like, point. Like, yeah, it's still the NHL. So some of this, I am fully open to the idea that this is not necessarily bad habits creeping into it and that this is them understanding how to pace themselves. Yeah. I am open to this idea because, again, we've seen in games where they have gotten down, it comes on, yep. and we've seen them attack, yep. and they play that they, way. They absolutely have the switch when they need it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they they got down to, uh, the, like, they got down to Seattle, and it was just like the steady climb yep. into it. And, and by the end of the game, it was like, oh, the Evs dominate. Oh yeah, and like they walk out of there with like a comfortable victory. Yeah. We were just like, okay, <laughs> you know, and like they're not they're not blowing out all these bad teams, and I think that that's causing some anxiety with with people a little heartburn which is kind of funny because it's like they haven't lost this month <laughs> in regulation uh and the one game obviously that they lost was uh, asterisk to hell and back with the too yeah. many men uh and they've won 16 home games in a row like they're they're now well on top of the division they're now putting themselves into... By points percentage, they are the best team in the league. Right, and yeah. they're now putting themselves into a position where they can start to... They've caught points-wise, games in hand, none of it, it doesn't matter. Yep. They've now caught the, the entire NHL. They are number one in right. the NHL. I know. That's what I'm saying. They've yeah. caught the league. Yep. And now, like, you give them two or three more weeks of this, and they're telling, they're telling <laughs> Carolina and Florida and Tampa Bay, and they're like... Come and get us. Yep. Yep. Like they're they're about to switch into like defending a president's trophy, which is not something we've talked about. It's not something we're going to talk about for a, for a, a while. <laughs> like like yeah. not for a while yeah. because you're halfway through the season. Yeah, not even halfway yet. But it's it is an interesting like because we haven't seen the top line act like this much, so it is kind of odd. And you, it's why I'm attributing a lot of it to some bad habits and laziness. But there is the possibility that it's just they don't. Well, They're just chilling right now. Why? Yeah. Why go that hard? What's the difference between a four nothing win and a two nothing win? True enough. True. Between the wear and tear on the body, like what's the difference? And it's like Blaze's DraftKings account. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> helped Rudo tonight. So. Yeah. The difference, the difference was it helped Rudo's and it hurt Blaze's, right? Uh, okay. We also though, Frankie did another one. King of the game for his second shutout in a row for him starting. And there's a Kemper game in there, but uh, look. Well, uh, this is so they gave up one in LA. Yep. And then Kemper gave up two the other night. Yeah, so two. So you've given up three goals in, in four games. Four now. games. Yeah. And the other interesting thing how many? So 24 saves. Kemper's first goal came at the 24 save mark or 23 somewhere around there he had a stellar a, game a good stretch he first yeah. goal in so not a good good stretch of minutes without any goals going well, so in. Great goal well, and then yeah. they right gave now. up what three to the three to the wild yes yeah three to the wild and then before that was, was kemper's, kemper's shutout, shutout. shutout. Yeah. yep so and he, then they gave up 
I think it was two to Arizona, two or three to Arizona. So like it was three, it would have been three to Arizona. Yeah. So you're talking about now nine goals in your last seven in the last games. six or seven six, games. Seven games yeah. yeah. So this is a this is a stretch right now where the seven goals have finally stopped. We can finally be like nailed it, but. <laughs> But the goal not giving them up either. Right. Yeah. Like the pendulum didn't swing. It's just sitting on W. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pendulum swung and it just, it was also a W over here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, that's right. There was no standings pendulum. It was just yeah, W to W. Exactly. <laughs> they, the abs were like, yeah, we'll, we'll flip a coin, heads or tails. And then they, it's just tails on both sides. Heads you win, tails I, heads I win, tails you lose. That's what it is. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Um, it's not like the NFL where games get decided yeah, on coin tosses. God, I, I don't care about football at all. And I was so mad that I didn't get to see Josh Allen touch the ball in overtime. <laughs> it's so funny to me when people make the argument of, well, they had a chance on defense. And it's like, okay, well, if it's so important that defenses get a chance to make a stop, then make them both do it. Yep. Oh, good point. But apparently, nope, I'm the crazy one. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few people that went toe-to-toe about the playoff yeah, rules. Chiefs and- fans were salting out here. <laughs> they well, were salting. It's like... Shut up. <laughs> nobody wants to hear from you. Like, nobody ever wanted to hear from you before, but now nobody wants to hear from you for different reasons. <laughs> just shut up and enjoy your yeah, wins. Right. You got yeah. the dub. Just take it and walk away. We don't expect any of you to agree with anything that might rain on your precious Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. Thankfully, here at DNVR, we don't cut short overtimes early. We go the full length. I don't know how long an overtime would be for a pod. But if you need some coffee to keep you awake for these ridiculously long late night games, Strava Craft Coffee has you covered. Have cold brew down here at the bar. It's also got the CBD in it so you can take care of your migraines, your joint pain, stuff like IBS, things like that. They got you covered top to bottom. So check out Strava. When you order online right now, you get 25% off to get your first one, and then 20% off when you sign up for their subscription service, basically for your entire life. You can just get nice, affordable Strava Craft Coffee. Uh, Also brought to you by, if CBD coffee isn't enough, just go get the real thing, the hard THC from Lightshade for you. You can jump over there. You can get 25% off there, too, when you order online with code DNVR. Get it all scheduled for pickup at one of their 11 locations in the Denver and Aurora areas. So go check them out. They've been around Denver since weed has been legal. I remember when I turned like 21 and all my buddies are like, oh, we got to go to Lightshade. Lightshade's the best. And then it turns out that they are actually really good at what they do. So that's cute. You were not 21 when weed became legal. That's cute. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I was a little older than 21, actually. I remember. I was I was working in a hotel at the time, and you remember like the night of the vote. Yeah, it didn't mean that you woke up the next day and it was legal. <laughs> and there were people who I worked with who were like, "So I don't have to worry about passing that drug test now, right?" And it was like, "Oh no, <laughs> what did you do?" Jesus, yeah. Be quiet. Anyways, I don't even want to hear that. Baby over there. Uh, <laughs> right. Do you want to? This is a, this is oh, I'm, I'm sidetracking. Here we go. On this. I used to walk into work downtown Denver, and I was walking in. This is after weed's been legal for a few years. Walking down the street, this guy's like 
comes up to me. He's like, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, hey. He's like, yo, you want some of that good stuff? And I was like, what? He's like, I got that weed. And I was like, so does that place right there. And that place right there. And I'm not going to get robbed. Leave me alone. (laughs) You mean I can buy that good good and I don't have to worry about doing it from a guy with a backpack? Do I look like I'm 16? (laughs) Okay. Sorry. No, perfect. I love it. Uh, Also, be sure to tune in Wednesday. It's the Boston game. It's a national game. TNT's your thing. Great. If you want to watch the game with at least me, maybe Blaze, maybe AJ. I don't know who else will be uh, here. That I think day. I'll be here for that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a bunch of people rotating in for the watch along because we're doing one. It's going to be both playback and YouTube. So if you're a, if you're a DNVR folk, be sure to check the Discord. We'll have yeah. a link for you to, yeah, to do we'll the have, playback. We'll have playback available for you guys. The rest of you heathens can join us on YouTube like you normally do. So. Hope you will come in. I know you guys have been really liking those, so we're going to try to do, uh, do some more of those for you. Um, yeah, should be a fun one against Boston. Looking forward to it. Be sure to tune into that. Uh, along with our pregame and postgame shows, you know, those will also be things. Also the Goaties. <laughs> yes. Yes, Goaties Saturday. Come to the bar Saturday for our PM. live Goatee event at 6 p.m. Yeah, if with- you don't know what that is, uh, <laughs> come to is, it. It's fun. This is not like a... Tijuana Goat Show. This is like... I'm saying... <laughs> no judgment. Don't get touchy over there. This is uh, this is us uh, doing our annual award show. If you're familiar from the last couple of years, we've yep. nominated tons of plays and Colorado teams events and, and athletes and, and sports. And, yeah. and this year, uh, for the award show, since we're actually allowed to be around people this time, <laughs> um, we are having a live show, a bunch of interaction with uh, with the fans and I think the live show mostly consists of people coming on the show and telling us why we're wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Like fans and people in the bar interacting. We've got a bunch of games. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of stuff to, that it'll be it'll be cool. It'll be and a lot of fun. And all the beats arguing with each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this this year, I don't think I think it's, a lot of things are pretty clear. I don't think it's yeah. very contentious. Last year was salty. Yes. Last year, the newcomer of the year yeah. actually started open hostility between myself and D-Line. Uh, where like he was just like... You're taking this too seriously. And I was like, there are rules <laughs> to a society. And it was, it was just, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you had, you had valid points. Yeah. I mean, I was, of course I was, I was you correct. Were right. Yes. Uh, but it was, it was pretty funny. And this, <laughs> this year, way more of uh it was just a cool year in Denver sports. Uh, it was really just like a disappointing year in yeah. Denver sports yeah. where yeah. all four teams found different ways to kick everybody in the nuts. <laughs> and then when you extend it to the Rapids. The, the fifth nut see? kick is yeah. the one. Yeah, exactly. Really it was yeah. like kick right in the fifth nut. <laughs> that was, that was it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's get into the third period here. Let's get to some super chats. There's a hashtag that should start trending. What? D-Line was D-line. wrong. <laughs> Blaze is over here, master of the chaotic evil. Just oh, any, Anytime I could get a little oh, jabs yeah, in on air. Any, yeah, everybody should just start tweeting at him right now. D-Line was wrong. <laughs> he will have no idea what's going on. Nobody tell him. Just that hashtag and that's it. That's right. 
That's right. <laughs> Not the fifth night. That's Denver's goal as a city this year in sports. Avoid the fifth night. Not the fifth night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. This is what the goatees are going to be like. Yeah, basically. basically. Uh, all right, what do we got? Carrie with 279. Thank you very much. And my wife loves you all from DNVR. I'm assuming all of us. I'm assuming there's more to that. Another $13.99. That's a lot of money. Wow. Uh, What a way to keep the win streak at home going. So happy that Frankie go back to back. So glad he is back playing awesome. I love how both goalies are feeding each other. Awesome to see. I'm telling you, there's a. I, I think that there's a pretty solid chance that this is next year's tandem. Yeah. They just lock them up. Yeah. yeah. Well, run it back. I would run back the Frankie two by two. Yeah. Personally. If I don't he, know that if, he would. If he wants it, I would. Yeah. 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 I would offer that shit to him today. I mean, the way he's playing, but then the injuries beforehand. Like, there's a case mm-hmm. for it. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah. It seems like a good deal. So this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Five from Sean. Thank you. Pretty sure Flurry is still looking for his jockstrap after getting undressed by Miko. You <laughs> Man, that's a tough. For a goalie, you don't ever. Ever, ever, ever believe that a that a dude is just gonna, gonna keep hold holding it, it that long? He's yeah. just gonna keep holding it, keep holding to it, have like that much time to go. Is across this dude all ever all gonna <laughs> shoot? Like, you don't ever think that that's gonna happen. I don't feel, I like, I feel bad for for Flurry on that because like that's like me. It was awesome by Miko, yeah. but also like you just you're in. It, it goes against every instinct, yeah. everything that you've ever known about your goaltending. F- your full send trying to get across well, on and, that yeah. net. Uh, and goalies hate backhands in general because you can't read where the hell the player is trying to put the yeah, puck. Absolutely. It's, it's, that's the advantage. Like, you can't shoot it as hard. The goalie has no idea where it's going. Yeah. And to your point, like, gets across, sees that that guy's alone. He's got to go full yellow right away yeah. because if he doesn't, he's that side out of the net's just open. Right, <laughs> exactly. And so he doesn't think a dude is just going to be like, okay, well, he went full yellow. Hey, look, now he's back laying on his face again. <laughs> now I'll shoot. Like, guys just not... It just doesn't, doesn't happen like that very often, so... All right. Next, five from Cade. Thank you very much. Great win tonight. Do you think Newhook getting sampled on the second line with Kadri and Val will continue? No. It, everything points toward them absolutely loving him at center, so I don't expect very much of it. I do think that he's had some little flashes these last couple of games. For sure. And you can see some of the flashes are getting run into a wall. Yeah. Um, it's like my, I need more with, talent. Please. Right there, yeah. that's the wall. He's got, he's got the team. you know LOC and, yeah. and yeah. Comfer and and Knack and it's it's like he's trying to run a hundred yard dash in a ten yard room. Yeah, and you just can't. It's just <laughs> not possible. So I think they're trying to put him in a hundred yard room and see if he can still keep happens. that pace up. Yeah. So I think you might see you might see a, the occasional flavoring of it, but if you look at if you look at the time on ice, it's still a really small. Yeah. Uh, it's a small group well, there. You know, I was interested in they put them out on the PK tonight too. They're they've well, I know they've rotated everyone yeah. through that PK, but, but, but they've but. also seen success since they put started putting him and Kadri out there. Yep, their PK has been much better. Yeah. And so, I mean, you look at other te- other teams. Look at Chicago's best PK tonight. Who are the forwards that were out there? Kirby Doc and Alex DeBrincat. 
Like, I think there's something to be said for this. Yep. Stop filling the, the these specialty roles with guys who lack skills. Let your good players be your good Ex players. Exactly. Give good players more ice time and more opportunity, and then work your way through there. Then figure out where your holes are beyond there, and go and find guys to fill out those last couple of jobs. I think uh, Newhook's going to look real good as a 2C next year. Just hope everyone can kind of understand that it's I not going to be Kadri. I feel like Kadri is having yeah. a hell of a year. Somebody asked me the other day, they tweeted at me and we're like, oh, do you think that the drop off will be big? And I was like, yes, <laughs> because Kadri has produced like McKinnon. He's, yeah, he's like less than 10 points away from his career high. Right. I'm like 39. I'm like, if you if you're thinking that he's going to do what Kadri's doing this year, then you, yeah, you're going to be disappointed. But if you think about what if you compare him to Kadri's career, yeah. And put that as your baseline expectation, then he's got a, a chance to live up to that. Yeah. But the drop off from what Kadri has done this year should be significant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, come on. You're not expecting that guy to be a top five guy in the NHL. What? <laughs> Sake Sam, 500 yen. I have no idea how much money that is. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm assuming it's like five bucks. True. <laughs> I have no clue. No, there's no reference yeah. there. Uh, $4. All right, so like five bucks. Right. Close enough. Thank right. you very much. Still dope. I mean, yeah. yeah. I never. We've never gotten yen before on the show, so that's a new one. Uh, is Bednar managing the lines better to avoid giving up goals at the end of the game? So I thought about this actually uh, while while they were at the end of the game. You know what they're doing is they're the, playing Kale McCarr. They just yeah. sent the big dudes for most of those four minutes they're, tonight. They're yeah. specifically putting McCarr out there and giving him more opportunity to become that finisher for them. And not dicking around with Jack Johnson and Eric Johnson and let me let my big defensive block, block shot blocking vets go out there. Where do the Avs have success with skill? Yeah. And I think that it's felt obvious all along, but it's also felt counterintuitive to long term success in the NHL. And so the Avs have been and Bedner has been trying to do it a certain way in a certain way. Because that's how it's always been done. You, How do you succeed in the NHL? you got to do these things. All right, so they've been trying really hard to check those boxes. They get a Curtis McDermott. They get a tough guy, right? They get, they get beefier. They get more physical. They do all this stuff to check more traditional boxes. But where they're finding some of their success right now anyway is that they're, they're extending their skill guys. We talk about it on the PK. It's also the same thing at the end of games. Some of that success that teams have had is because the Avs bench some of their guys to play some of the scrubs because it fits a traditional mold and instead they're putting the more skill guys out there the skills flexing a little bit they're finding a certain level of success it's kind of counterintuitive to traditional thinking but it's coaching to what you have yeah you know what's interesting about that too is like i consume a lot of other podcasts and media just from other markets right other teams and that whole narrative last year that the Avs weren't tough to play against, that they were, you know, they were soft, right? That you could just bully them around. That's not the case this year. And it's not because <clears throat> of the big guys. It's because of the skilled players and the way that they're playing, the physical game that they yeah. bring. I mean, they are like, look, you've got Curtis back there. That will knock your block off if you mess with the yeah. talent. But also, you've got Kale McCarr that will knock your block off, too, right. with well, a I mean, hit. Gabe Landeskog set the tone. Yeah. Game one. Immediately yeah. at the start of the year when he just pissed in everybody's Cheerios that got near him. <laughs> yeah. For, like, three weeks, like, the guy got suspended. He fought multiple times. Like, he just, anybody that got within a, any any length of distance that is not very large of upsetting him, 
he flipped out on because yep. he was setting the tone. Yep. And he was he was telling the locker room we're not taking shit. And the Avs have gotten in trouble this year because instead of turning the other cheek, they like I was shocked at the end of that game after Landeskog put that net uh, puck into the empty net after the whistle. But there was nothing and, called there. And and like Dylan Strom thinks he's going to step to Nathan McKinnon that Nathan McKinnon just walked away. Yeah. Because he's like, "Look, I'm not putting us in penalty trouble here." In the last two minutes of this game, we're getting out of here. That was maturity. Yep. But some of the other times this year, the Avs have just decided, it's F worth this. taking it. We're yeah. sending this message yep. that we're not putting up with it. Even if it gets us in trouble, even if we have to kill a penalty, even if we lose a guy for a little bit, whatever, whatever the consequences be, we're sending the message that this shit is done. Yep. And you can see it. There's an edge this year that hasn't existed in past years. Yeah, they changed it. It's not just you're either tough or skilled. It's both. Right. Well, and now it's it's not like you're going to confuse them with the Broad Street bullies or anything. <laughs> no, they're not going no, out no, no. picking fights, and they're yeah. not doing all kinds of crazy shit. But, like, there's a certain edge there that it absolutely exists. All right. Five from Chris. Thank you very much. Back-to-back shutties for Frankie. I'd Hell say yeah. he's found his groove. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, yeah. it's funny. People always think that, like, oh, he found his groove when he's playing at his best. Like, this could be like the high watermark of the guy's NHL career. <laughs> and it's like, that's not his groove. But you look at you look at his starts this year. Yep. They're all pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of, I would say, I give him a free pass for the first one. Right, yeah. Because it was one, With unscheduled. Context. Yeah. And two, like, didn't have an NHL team in front of him. Yeah. So it was, you know, it wasn't great. But 10... Has gotten that rhythm. Looks like Frankie. Yep. He's been swallowing oh. pucks like I swallow carnitas burritos. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Just had to sneak Just it in. Just like the East Coast is gonna swallow the Panthers in the playoffs. Uh, uh no. Five from Real Politic. At some point, can we discuss Lombardi's drinking the melted ice during the pregame show? That is next level bad food take stuff. I we don't watch the pregame show. No, we, we do saw it today. Pre-game show. I we saw it today. It. Yeah, he straight up like took like a cup and like scooped up the ice and drank it. Like from the Zam? Or yeah, it from was the uh, ice? from the ice. It was disgusting. Ugh. Do you yeah, know, and like, he was like, he was like, gotta be all like after they warmed up. Yeah, like it was. I don't know when they filmed it, but yeah, it was sometime during pregame stuff. Because and, like dudes spit. All no, the and, time when they're well, playing. Like, I, I just, it was, dude, it was gross. It was gross. Like, I watched mm. and I was like, and he's, he, he said something. Uh, uh, it was like, uh, uh, he was like, oh, the, the water's fine down here, boys. And it was like, well, okay. Good luck in COVID protocol. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just, it was so, it was just, it was just awkward. Just awkward. Yeah. Look. I dump water on my head all the time. I can't talk any bad about anything Lombardi. <laughs> but it's not does. from the ice. Uh, maybe it should be. Right? <laughs> I don't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Altitude's been pretty interesting this year. Yeah, they've been a little all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Five dollars from Billy Miko with another goal after not playing that well. Have Mac and Rance ever played together? They have been out of sync since they boat raced the Jets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you just go through this. Like, Drysaddle and McDavid went through a stretch, too. Yeah. You know? Yep. Well, somebody's got to, on that line, got to put the puck in the back of the net, which they are doing, but not at the clip that you want to see them do yeah. that. Well, and I think more than anything is that it just feels harder than normal. Yeah. It, well, I think... It's, I don't think it's just Miko. I think it's Landy, too, because you've seen the last couple of games. McKinnon is 
zipping around, playing yeah. like a madman. And those two are kind of just meandering through life yeah. right now. And, and it's fine. They're getting away with it. But <laughs> you remember uh, you, you remember the scene in Bull Durham where the uh, Crash Davis is like, they're kids. <sighs> like, you have to yeah. treat them like <laughs> yeah, kids. They are children. And so, and so he's like, the manager's like, oh, right. <sighs> So he throws the bats into the shower. <laughs> they're lollygagging. Like that's how I feel watching the top line every night, except Nathan McKinnon. Like AJ's. Nathan, Nathan McKinnon's just like he's like Crash Davis, right? And then the rest of them are lollygagging. AJ's sitting there giving him the middle finger to throw the fastball right now. That's right. Like. That's right. Uh, okay, twenty dollars super sticker. That is extremely generous, Zach. Thank you very much. It's a hell of a super sticker. <clears throat> Sheba Dog and Samurai Armor holding a golden trophy. <laughs> Thank you again. And another five from Real Politic. It looks like you got a comment to go with it here. It's clear Dermy is feeling it. More shots. Okay, I guess. And pinches. Not so much. <laughs> How do you feel about his play? It seems he's gotten better over the course of the season. Well, I know Blaze was begging him to toe drag tonight. So I mean, really what he should have done is pass that puck because there was a guy streaking on yeah, the other side. Well. But... Yeah, I mean, don't shoot it into the guy's pads, especially when you're coming on off your off side wing there. You can toe drag and then shoot. There you go. It, it, I, I don't. I don't feel great about his play because he gets worked defensively. Yeah, on the, yeah, the defensive basis. side is still <laughs> terrifying. I like him at forward, just to be that little like. Yeah, I'm. I much prefer Mikhail Maltsev there, but it's. I, I just. Uh, how are you going to dog on a decision when they're not losing? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Good point. Good point. I, don't, I don't know what to tell you beyond. You know? And well, and like they're that. not, they're, they're not causing like McDermott's not causing right. active problems. Right. It, they're, they're fine. They're, it doesn't look very fun, but dude, they're I'm fine. I'm not putting them into a playoff game. I don't care what <laughs> position it is, but all this other toughness stuff is fun for now. Like yeah. it's fine. I just, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think fundamentally I'm always just going to have a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, at a base level, you can put a better hockey player on the ice, yeah. full stop. But also the abs are 12-0-1 in their last 13 hockey games. So what the hell do I know? <laughs> like, yeah, for You're sure. not messing with the lineup. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, do whatever you're doing because it's clearly <laughs> working. Yeah. So... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. This team doesn't lose. They have <laughs> one overtime loss in this calendar year chat. And yeah. they got 12 wins. I don't know. Those that 12 goes back to. No, mm, I guess their last no. one was the Nashville game. Yeah, yeah. no, it's this That's year. This man. whole year. Yeah. They are now tied for the uh, winningest month in franchise history. So they hit th four games and they've got three games three left games to go, to, I believe, to win one to own to, that. Yeah. I mean, it would be how awesome would it be to just not lose? Be like, okay, well, we don't ever have to hear about the January swoon again because <laughs> that one January where they just decided not to lose games. They've got a tough test coming up. Yeah, Boston should be a fun game. Looking forward to it. Um, no, feel differently about that. I Boston. The Avs are very good against Boston. Also. Well, and yeah. more than this true. up the more than day. that. Um, I think that because Boston's big line is coming in, obviously, uh, Marchand does not. But 
Boston's big line is coming in, it's going to wake up Colorado's big line. Mm. Uh, and I think it's gonna bring. I think it's gonna bring out that they need to get choked. <laughs> uh, I think it's gonna bring out that competitiveness. Uh, I also, again, like they're a sleeping giant right now. Yeah. Um, they're like a they're like a sleeping giant with sleep apnea, right? Like, and tonight they it, they woke themselves up just long enough to get the goals that they needed, and then went back to sleep. Uh, <laughs> What an what awesome. an analogy! Yeah, yeah. that was great. <laughs> a sleeping giant. Sleep. Yeah. Uh, but like, mm. I, I think like, uh, uh, I think like they're gonna come in and and I they're gonna push them in a way that they, you know, like like we saw what Minnesota came in and pushed them yeah. and they responded to that. I want to see that. I want to see them get pushed. Yeah. I you know. I don't want to see him down three nothing or anything, but like <laughs> I want to see him get pushed. I want because they are playing the string of not great teams. This complacency, this going seventy percent and still getting wins, bullshit can get you through it with those teams. Yep. But you still have to show you can turn it up when you need yeah, to. Exactly, and I want to yeah. see. I want to see that because then they truly are in cruise control. If they because then they get switch, Chicago, yeah. Buffalo, and Arizona, and then you're free for two weeks. Yep. So like that's it. Like you're it's it's almost I think it's almost like senioritis has kicked in for them a little. <laughs> where they're they're succeeding at such a high level, they've done so much good work that they know that they could lose at this point, but I do uh, and like they could lose and it would just be it like Well, how long's it been? Am I right? Yeah. Like this is still the NHL, but like just don't go on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them don't. Most of them just go to Instagram that's anyway. That's probably wise, yeah. <clears throat> but I, I do think that um, I think Boston has a good chance to, to bring out the best in yeah, some of the things that we are looking for. All right. Well, I, I'm good. Any any other final thoughts here? I think we've, we've pretty much summed this up that it's not great, but it doesn't have to be because they won. Good? They did what they did. Yeah. They did what they did. We're going to get on out of here, chat. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate all of y'all very, very much. We will be back tomorrow with a uh, normal 1 p.m. show talking about probably things. At this point, probably <laughs> trade deadline. Yeah, probably. We don't have anything bad to talk about with the team. Yeah. <laughs> so Normally, that's what we do is we pick apart. Okay, well, here's the stuff that is going on in Avsland. Yep. Avsland has been so rinse and repeat with, well, they yeah. won again. It's it's and now that the goalies are popping off, it's like, well, they won again, and their their biggest thing that everybody was losing their shit about is good goalies now. and the penalty yeah. kill. You're like, both those things shit. did the thing. So all right, the whole goalie thing too. Every year, it's just yeah. This is what happens every year. Yeah, beginning every of the year, year is crazy for all goalies. So yeah, tune into that show Wednesday. We got the watch along, all that stuff. We hope to see you there. Until then, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>